What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of What the Puck. I'm your host, Don. Also here with me, Jeff, as always. What's going on, Jeff? Not much. Uh, another lovely day in uh, North Carolina. Um, there you go. There you go. Well, it's lovely outside. The weather is uh, kind of sure. brutal, but... Sure, it's warmer than here. Uh, this morning, it was 25 degrees. I was about the same here, so congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You've... You've stooped to our level in Indiana. Congratulations. But with we bring you good hockey news, I think. Although very surprising and still not understanding how. Uh, the NHL and the NHLPA have announced that January 13th, hockey season's going to start. Tick-tock, ladies and gentlemen. It is at time of recording, December 9th. Um, I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I feel, I feel, don't, Hey, look, they did right by us for the playoffs. I can't knock it. I can't say anything. They did an amazing job, but to fit a 56 game schedule with off days and get everything done in less than, well, a little over a month. So a month and like four days. To get all that done, training camp, and I mean, I know teams that didn't make the playoffs last year who haven't played since March, we're asking for an extra week of training camp. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Where are you going to get that from? They'd have to start next week. So I think, you know, it, as much as a non-football fan I am, and as much as I can't stand that other sport that people want to watch called NBA. Um, I think we're learning a lot, not just as fans, but like other professional sports are learning, learning a lot from football as well as how basketball is uh, starting to do it. Um, if correct, isn't basketball starting up like next week or something? Basketball starting up next week. Yeah. The NBA starting next week. Um, again, I, I don't follow it. I don't know what their protocols are. If they're using home arenas, I know the one hilarious thing I do know, and the only hockey part of it is it the name Toronto, is the Toronto Raptors are playing in Tampa. <laughs> I don't ask me how and why that makes any amount of sense, but that's where they're playing. There's a reason why the dinosaurs went extinct, and it sure as heck wasn't from the cold. No, crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't understand that, but go ahead. But I think what the NBA or not the NBA, but what the uh and NHL is going to do is they're probably going to sit there and watch how the uh, NBA is going to do it. Um, and as sad as it's going to sound is the NHL is actually going to learn something from the NBA. Um, just as much as they probably learned with the uh, NFL, how there's going to be games where from what I was reading is you could possibly have a game canceled or rescheduled or just not played at all due to everything that's, technically going on right now i don't want to say the c word because it's i watch the news all day at work and it's absolutely mind-boggling but um there's something to learn between the nba and the nfl right now and hopefully they got people watching it to take notes kind of like they're going out and doing a scouting report on something yeah I mean, I mean and let's look at it this way I mean, yeah, okay, so say they build in days in the schedule for things like that, which they will. 
there'll be days built in towards the end of the season. There'll be a, a bank of days or something like that to where they'll be able to make up games. Um, but you know what's going to come into effect a, a, a huge amount this season is going to be the farm teams, the AHL yep. rosters. You're going to see players on your team that in a normal NHL year you would not see because exactly. things are going to happen. People are going to get sick. They're going to have to play. Like, I, I understand if, you know, say two or three people get COVID, the rest of the team tests. I know I said the C word, but say two or three people get it. The rest of the team tests negative. We're all good. You're going to see three guys from the AHL come up to the NHL. It's going to be harder for some teams, too, because you have AHL franchises that are complete opposite of where their team is. Exactly. So with, and again, with the whole traveling restrictions, I mean, what's going to happen to the Europeans that are, are, that are already over in Europe? Are they going to be allowed to come into the country? Are they, especially Canada? I mean, it's out of all honesty, it's going to be a shit show. It's, yeah. it's really going to be a shit show. I mean, you look at, you look at Vancouver, their minor league teams in Utica. Yeah. <laughs> in New <Yeah>. York. <laughs> So you got a cross-country flight in the last second. Like, that, it's going to be tough on players. Scheduling is going to be tough. This is going to test a lot of people. Their endurance, travel, everything. It's going to be interesting. And I really hope it doesn't go the way of Major League Baseball because what happened was, yes, they allowed travel. This is that, from, all, from what I understand at this point, there's not going to be bubbles. They are going to play in their home arenas. Am I, am, I, am I right on that? Because I don't see any language that discusses otherwise, and I don't think at this point in time they would be able to plan for something like that. I but don't think they have anything in concrete. Um, I don't think anything's set in stone yet. Uh, I know after speaking with a couple of uh, Kaniacs down here that are season ticket members, they've actually put a freeze on – the uh on their tickets or charging them on their tickets i was smart enough a couple months ago to say you know there's needs and there's wants and right now i don't need to be paying for these tickets so i had a freeze on mine like two three months ago but they're just now putting a freeze on it because what's the point of charging fans when they don't even know what's going on exactly exactly but i mean i get here here's the question i have and this is something I'm struggling with. So I live in South Bend, Indiana. So about an hour and a half south of me is Indianapolis. And there's a minor league team there called the Indy Fuel. Okay. Their season starts Friday. They they have sold out 50% of the arena already at the Indianapolis State Fairgrounds Arena or whatever they call that place. I've never I've not been there. I do plan on going. Yeah. You can see live hockey at some point this year. Um they are allowing fans. Really? 50% of the arena. Now, granted, it's not Madison Square Garden or, you know, Maple Leaf Garden. Maple Leaf Gardens, Jesus. Whatever they call it, They change names of these things all the time. Madison Square Garden is the only one that never changed. It's not the United Center. It's not MSG. They, they don't hold 20,000 people. Madison Square Garden, respectfully, 18-2. So 50% of their arena is probably like 
a thousand people. Even still, you look at the Indianapolis Colts, the football team. They allow three to five thousand people, three to five thousand fans a game. There are teams. There are teams that are allowing fans. So, but if you look at it, they're all spread out. I mean, like, yeah. Respectfully, you can do that in an NHL arena. You can, but you know, I usually go by myself because it's only me. Yeah. And then I sit amongst friends. So technically, I'd be sitting by myself at a game. Why would I do that to myself? Yeah, it's it's live hockey. I want to go to the games, but I want to be able to enjoy the game. I want to be able to sit there and drink beers with my buds. I want to be able to sit there high five somebody. Um, oh, I, I get it. The, I get that. I get. And that. I think one of the best, like I've been saying lately, is kind of like you can't even sing "Sweet Caroline" anymore because nobody is uh, touching hands. Nobody is reaching out. <laughs> it's. It, I mean, that's what it is at, at live sporting events. You're reaching out, you're touching hands, you're high fiving, it's you're hugging in the celebratory moments, and that's what makes hockey hockey or any sport that you follow one of the best things and one of the best feelings is when you can celebrate it with somebody else. And if you can't just celebrate it with somebody else and get all excited and you have to sit alone or like two of you spread out, it's for me, it's not worth it. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. I, I, I totally understand. Now the way, the way I would do it, if I, if I was going through this and they asked for my two pennies, um, I would every other seat and every other row. Yeah. So that's that's how I would do it. Now, if you go with somebody, like say you go with, I go with my wife or I go with my son. I can sit next to my son because I live with him. Exactly. Exactly. However, however, then they would have to. That is where the difficulty, in my opinion, arises, is how do you plan for that? So say someone buys a seat in section f- section five, row 10, seat three and four, okay? Yep. Now, do you lose revenue by having seats two and five open? Now you can only sell two tickets, one ticket yeah. in seat one and not two? Like, that's how, that's how it is. Or, or do you do it this way? Do you just look to make revenue as the NHL at this point? Set your prices per bowl or per per section. Sell these uh, the exact amount per section. Okay, these are the only this is the only amount I can afford to have per section to to get. You can only two one or two people, whatever the case may be, and that's how you do it. You see people, you have the ushers do it. You have them go down. Okay, there's two of you. You sit here. I'll, we'll, we'll put something here. This seat is closed. Like that's that's the only other way I can see it. But it, it gets convoluted. That's for sure. Yeah. It will It will get convoluted. So it'll be interesting to see. And obviously they're going to have to be, you know, face masks. And then you're going to have to have arenas that have different protocols. So there's a lot to be done in, let's say, 30 days. Because... Okay. Because if you're going to have people in arenas, even 30%, 40% full, which I hope they do, 
I really do. And then as everything goes on and if this vaccine works and as you get down to towards the playoffs, you allow 50 to 60 percent. And then, you know, you see where it goes. Yeah. But I, I really do think you need to have some people in the stands. There's got to be this. The league will lose so much money. And I don't think they would have started if they weren't going to allow anyone in the stands for 56 games. Exactly. So. Funny that you should mention how they're going to do some of the protocols working at a gym. I see it every single day as of the past week yeah. or no past two weeks, ever since they instated a mandatory mask law, even when working out, that's another day, another time on my opinion. So we'll jump past that, but I have seen a decrease amount of patrons coming into the gym because this mask policy is enforced. Yeah. Why are you going to go out to a sporting event where you have to wear a mask? That's just, again, people, that's my personal opinion. I wouldn't do it. I'd sell my tickets. I'd literally sell my season tickets if I had to sit there and go to every game wearing a mask. Where I could be sitting at home not wearing a mask or sitting with some buds at my place or their place, drinking beer without wearing a mask, watching hockey. No, of course. I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And, and I mean, are the things they have to account for now? Like I said at the beginning, last year, well, last year, playoffs, they allowed players to opt out without a penalty. Um, certain players did. Um, and, and, you know, that, ha- that, that went actually rather well. Um, what are they going to do? This time, are you going to allow a player to miss a whole season? Are you going to, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And that's why I say you know, these AHL teams, these guys that are on the cusp of making a team right now, like if you're in the system, you're in the AHL and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make it as a third or fourth line forward right now, or, you know, the seventh or eighth defenseman. This is it. This is your chance to get out there and be like, all right, here's my shot. Because there's going to be people that aren't going to play. They're, you know there's going to be. And there's going to be baseball at one point in time, too, where people just – like a lot of the players weren't going to sign the contract, so they just brought up a bunch of minor leaguers and they still continued or was mm-hmm. that in a movie? It could have been in a movie. That, that, that was in a movie. But what happened this year in baseball, something very similar, um, the Miami Marlins, there was like 17 players that had gotten COVID. And they had to bring up a bunch of minor leaguers. And one of them, hilarious, was a second baseman who really had no shot in making the major league team. He was a He was from Cuba, but he was a figure skater. For the U.S. national team. Wait. And he, not a figure skater, excuse me, not a figure skater, speed skater. My apologies. Okay. Okay. (laughs) My apologies. Two totally different things. Yeah. Um, Both respectable sports. But was playing second base for the Miami Marlins and had a hell of a game. So good, good for him. But these are the things that I mean. You have... Now, these guys that are like, let's take the Rangers and Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller, I still think, is a year off. Okay. Yeah. 
Can he make the team now? Can he play for the Rangers? Oh, yeah. yep, probably. The Finnish kid that the Rangers have, Ruanen? Yeah, probably. Who knows? There's a lot of things now that can that that, that can happen. It, it, and I don't I don't know. You know, you look at you look at guys that that have gotten drafted. You know, this year who you know, ten and below. Yeah, they they probably have a chance too. It's going to be a weird year. You're going to see a lot of different guys on the back of those jerseys, and it's going to be. It, it to me, I think that's fun. But and some people may say, well, does it water the game down much? I don't think so. Hockey's hockey. At the end of the day. I think what it's going to also do is some of the coaches. Um, I'm not saying this just because I live in Carolina and not because I'm a Kaniac, but that's I. I feel that's one of Brendan Moore's favorite things to do is bring people up, let these kids show me what they have. Let's prove everybody wrong and keep you in our roster. Because that I, again, don't quote me, but I believe that's how Fogle. Uh, stayed with the Canes either a couple seasons ago. Yeah. He got noticed and he outbeat a couple people. Um, you have uh, <coughs> um, Marty Nachos that earned his spot. Um, you have a few other players that have came up and done the same thing. And I, I guarantee you there's a bunch of other teams that have those players that it's their time to shine. And this, this is a perfect opportunity. Perfect oh, opportunity. For sure. No, for sure. And and it's gonna it's gonna come down to to you know who's working hard in the shortened amount of time that that camp allows. I mean, I don't think these teams are gonna get a week. I mean, the 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 deal is still open yep. uh, with the NHLPA, and and that'll be determined. But teams like Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo, and 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 you know teams that didn't make the playoffs last year who haven't played a game since March and have gotten completely revamped teams. <laughs> These guys haven't played together yet. Uh, uh, the Ottawa Senators, the Detroit Red Wings, Red Wings have, a, you know, pretty much all new teams. Young, yep. you know, a mix of veterans and young. I mean, who knows? So that's, that's, uh, it's going to be interesting. There isn't any concrete yet. I mean, obviously we'll get you that information when that comes, uh, the other big issue now that people are talking about is, uh, you know, teams willing to let players, the young guys, we'll take Alex Lafreniere, for example, on the Rangers. He's not playing in the World Juniors this this winter. I, I, I wish. OK, so you might disagree with me. You might agree with me. And I'm sure there's going to be listeners that are going to be pulling their hair out of their head or glad that he's not going. But I think that's kind of greedy. I do too. I and, agree with you 100%. And he should be allowed. Of I mean, all years, this year, they should. Yeah. They guys to... haven't played. Yeah. <laughs> Who's exactly. playing? So that's just know. a greedy part on the Rangers. And whatever team is not allowing their their junior players to step up and don their country's jersey, that's just selfish and greedy, in my opinion. I mean that's the whole that's the whole thing. It, 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 the reason why some of these teams aren't doing it, and 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 what I'm seeing is, so if a team happens to get to the semifinals, the way the tournament goes, that takes you to January fifth. 
Okay. Yeah. So that, you know, did you have to have that eight day mandatory quarantine? So that takes you to the 14th. So it, 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 it hurts people in some, but in the same token, look, these guys that can play in the juniors. Okay. Yeah. Alex Lafreniere, Nick Robertson, Toronto Maple Leafs prospect, all these guys. They're not a vital. <laughs> like, yeah, Lafreniere is the number one overall pick. Okay, so he misses the first game. Let these guys play. Unless you're going to have a full camp with preseason and games that he's going to play in, then I say, you know what? Then you may have a point. But they're talking two, three preseason games maybe. Yeah. That's not enough. That's not enough. Oh, That's not enough time at all. God, no. And then, you know, the other thing people are talking about, and a lot of people is like, well, is this chaos going to hurt the momentum of Seattle? And, and you know, what's going to happen, you know, ahead of next season's debut and the and the expansion draft? And, look, Seattle is pumped. They've oh, already God, yeah. sold out. They've already sold out every seat in that arena. They will show up. The, 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 the people of Seattle don't give a shit. They're not playing right now. They're worried about next year, and this isn't going to hurt next year. And, you know, depending on how things work out for me after this weekend, I know you said you had a friend out that way. I may have a friend out that way here pretty soon. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have to be hitting this cracking game. My wife's best friend and her husband live in Seattle. So, yeah, we're going. <laughs> I, I am. And hopefully things work out for you this weekend is where you are. So that, that, that would be, that would be amazing. I mean, my goal, uh, hopefully once tickets go on sale or if I can get some off somewhere, I want to go to the first game of the year. Oh, that'd I, be... I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I just want to be there. And if it's not against Vancouver, what is the NA NHL scheduling department doing? Yeah. Number one. My, you know, to, this, if any of you Seattle owners or anybody that could get us out there for the first game, this goes out to you. <laughs> we yeah, go. If you know anyone, if you know anybody that's willing to give two small time hockey podcast guys a chance to go and, and, and get involved in history, uh, two guys that would appreciate it, hook us up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know where you to find us if you're listening. We just need tickets to the game. We don't need places to stay. No, I'll figure it out. Good. I'll stand. Get me standing room. I don't care. People yeah. ain't going to be sitting that much that night anyway. But I will say this. If, if, and I know we're talking a year in advance. Let's get through this season, Donnie. Okay, I get it. But we're going to go a little into the future. If the Seattle Kraken don't play the Vancouver Canucks the first game of the season, you guys are trash. Great, Scott McFly. I'm telling you, if they don't, I don't understand what they're doing because I'm telling you now, I can see the NHL doing something really dumb. Oh. Now, I give a lot of credit to the NHL, but if they go, okay, so Seattle is the new expansion franchise. We're going to let them play Vegas. I'm going to flip out. Oh, that, oh God, that would be... I mean, you know, listening to the sound of it isn't that bad, but 
for the first home game, Seattle Kraken, for the Seattle people, let them play their rival, their yeah. natural rival in Vancouver, who are two and a half hours away by car. Let them play them. Oh, my God. That, that place would be rocking. That's what I mean. You would have people from Vancouver. You'd have people from, obviously, Seattle. It'll be a blast. Do it. That's all I'm going to say. If you have them play anyone else for the home opener, you guys are the worst. Like, if you don't see the 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 the, the opportunity in that, you guys are brutal. The Kraken versus the Canucks, the jerseys alone against each other make sense. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Uh, just oh. figure it out. The, the the marketing behind it for the opening night of a giant kraken grabbing an orca. Like just oh, do God. it. Just just do it. That sign me up. I'll be the marketing just for that game. Just give me the sue. I'll do it myself. Yeah, there you go. I'm good there. Now back to present. Um yeah, I I, I I'm excited. Uh, as Jeff, I'm sure you are. Um, that hockey is coming back. As I said last time and when we were with the Scuttlepuck guys, uh, shout out to Mike and Dale uh, over at Scuttlepuck. Check them out. If you haven't already, you should. What are you doing? They're awesome. Do it. However, I was under the impression that we wouldn't get hockey until Valentine's Day. Now I get it, but I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. How how they're going to do it in a month unless all the other shit that they were bitching about was bullshit and they've had these plans for the last two months and they were just trying to because here's my other thing and i talked to my other buddy about this and all this was about the nhl trying to renege on a little couple of things from the cba and the nhlpa said get the fuck out of here yeah and the nhl finally said okay you win. Let's go and go with the plan we had for the last two months. Unless they have something like that in hand. And by next week, you're seeing players at camp skating. I, I'm I'm skeptical on a little bit of how this is going to turn out correctly all around. Because the playoffs ran without a hitch. They yeah. were in a bubble, so it's a little different. And it ran perfect. Not one positive case, nothing. All those people. Now, I mean, there's really nothing that we're getting. Like, are they going to be, are the Rangers going to play their home games at Madison Square Garden? Are, is there going to be a lot of travel? Now, I, th- if that's the case, then I understand the realignment. However, yeah. then some of the realignment, I don't understand. Like, okay, so the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Ottawa Senators in their division are going to have to travel to Vancouver three times this year, whereas they would only go there maybe once. You know, as much as I want to go back to hockey, as much as I'd love to go back to a game, I think that we need to do it this year. Someone's going to probably, I'm going to stick my own foot in my mouth, but let's just not do it with fans this year. Let's get the season going. Let's get whatever people believe in when it comes to the C word and let's get that all taken care of and then bring everybody back and have a huge giant celebration of hockey. Kind of like we talked about in uh, my hockey tea time chats. Let's have a celebration of hockey where we can all enjoy it without the worry. 
because every time you go to the games right now, you're all you're going to be thinking about is I'm going to be around complete strangers. I don't know what they have. I don't know if they had it. And just paranoia is going to kick off. And so I'd rather us just not even go. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I get it. I think I understand um, where you're coming from. I'm just selfish. I'll flat out admit it when it comes to God. I want to go to a goddamn high. I haven't been to a live hockey game since February. And it was a one nothing Rangers win against the Red Wings. So, I mean, I haven't seen anything, which is why I'm kind of like chomping the bit. There's three hockey teams around me where I live. There's the Indy yeah. Fuel, there's the Fort Wayne Comets, and the Kalamazoo K-Wings. Kalamazoo and Fort Wayne start in January. And Indy starts on Friday. And they, all three of them are allowing fans at a certain capacity. I mean, they again, can do it. The NHL can do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree with that. It's just I don't want to have to go to a game and sit there and wear a mask. I already wear a mask at work anywhere from eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. And I'm around the general public, so I don't have much of a choice to not take or to not wear it. So I'd rather go as soon as I get off work, I'd rather not even be anywhere around a mask. <laughs> oh, believe me. I, I, I completely, I completely understand as much as I understand the mask mandate and I agree with it. You know, I think, you know, it helps. It doesn't mean I like it. Like yeah. I don't like wearing it. I hate it, but yeah. look, we have to not be selfish to that respect and just do what makes everyone safe. Now, I understand that may contradict what the hell I just said about sending people to games. Now, do I think they should wear masks? Yeah, I think they should. Um, when they're sitting at their seats, if they're socially distanced, no. If they get up to go to the bathroom or concessions, yes. And that's the thing right now. I know in a lot of states like where I am, if you're at an indoor facility, you have to have it on. Like even when you go to eat, you take it down, you eat, and you put it right back on. That's crazy. Here, there's not like that. Here, yeah. like, when you sit down to dinner, like if you go out to eat, you can take your mask off. But when you walk into the place, you have to. Yeah. It's so different when you look at things, and it, it, it's quite funny. Um, I, I don't know. I, I personally think, uh, COVID aside. Oh, you said the C word. I did, <laughs> I did. I'm kidding. For, you know, all, all you know, the C word aside, I, I, I personally think this is going to go well. I just, I'm, I'm curious on, on, on what w the next couple of days are going to tell. Like when, when we put out our next episode, uh, maybe we'll have a little bit more information than yeah. what we have now, just excited for, you know, January 13th at this point, or 14th, I think. And it's, it's one of those things where we need it as hockey fans. Like, I, I, I need to watch hockey. I want to see these guys in action. I want to see what they're talking about, the Rangers rebuild. I want to see the young guys over in Ottawa. I want to see, you know, how Vegas plays. I want there, There's a bunch of stuff. I want to see if Florida improved. I don't know yeah. why. I want to see the Islanders lose 40 games, although they won't. 
I, there's just a lot of things. So I'm, I'm excited about it for sure. So just speaking about Florida, I'm not sure if this is old news or new news, but they brought in Luongo as to help yeah. out the goalies. As a goalie excellence team. Yeah. Is what they call it. Luongo. I think they brought in Benoit Allaire's brother, the Rangers goalie coach too. Yeah. Yep. They brought in Allaire's brother. Um, a lot of good guys there. So hopefully Bobrovsky learns <laughs> so, more and doesn't have a shitty year. And Florida actually is a contender because, like I've said before, they do have they do have the team to do so. Screw it. You know, what they should do is if they can bring in goalie coaches, why don't they bring in uh, coaches that bring the fans in? I mean, yeah. like have someone go out kind of like when you go to – I know when I was overseas um, – living the uh, single man's life over there. You go out to clubs and you have that one person that always walks around giving a, if you come in and get, if you come in you get one free drink, as long as you have this just to draw people in, maybe they should be like, Hey, we'll give you one free beer or one free soda. If you just come in for one game and have so many of those ribbons. So when they do walk out, I mean, hell, if I was in Florida, I wouldn't be going to see a Panthers game. But, you know, <laughs> someone gave me a free ticket. Yeah, why not? I, I think they're better than that, though. Like, I don't know. They got to do something. They got to market better down there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you have teams that have history, like the basketball team, the Miami Heat, and the football team, the Miami Dolphins. I mean, the, the yeah. Panthers have 1997 when they Scott Mellonby killed the rat in the locker room. Like, that's, that's, all, that's all they have. Like, it, there's nothing else. And it's it's a they, had. they had Beezer. They had Beezer in that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, they're, they're lore. Like, yeah, they yeah. made the Stanley Cup Finals. They got obliterated by Colorado. And oh, the, no. rats, the rats that get thrown on the ice are because Scott Mellonby killed one in the locker room. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's not – that's the lore of the Florida Panthers. There's no – you know, there's no history there. The history is they lose consistently. Yep. And they think they're good, and everyone says they're good, and they prove everyone wrong. <laughs> so it's that's the lore of the Panthers and they need I think you know you know with the with the with the change they brought the guy in from Columbus as the GM and you know they they have a team well, well let's see yep. what happens uh but did you have any uh any shout outs before we uh hit the road uh just a couple um with the holiday season uh kicking off uh this month um I'm going to give a loud shout out to one of my good friends. Uh, Hanukkah starts this Friday at sundown. So if you have any Jewish friends out there, make sure you wish them a happy Hanukkah. Um, uh, I know uh, he's probably going to be uh, doing his thing. So this goes out to my buddy Lee. I just want to wish you and your family a happy Hanukkah starting on Friday. Also, make sure um, you check out uh, Fort Check uh, Clothing. Um, they're, they're still working extremely hard. Uh, I know England just got out of the, uh, lockdown last week, so they've been pushing and pushing. I've been staying in contact with Mike and Paul. So make sure you check out uh, four check clothing you can find them on Facebook at four check clothing. And then also on Instagram at four check underscore clothing. Um, they got some really hot material coming out and I'm itching to get me some more, uh, lids. So, yeah, no, I mean, definitely check out Four Check Clothing and Laheim to your friend. Uh, I'm not 
of the Jewish faith, but I have a lot of Jewish friends grew up in New York. So Hanukkah was a, was a big deal for joint communities. So awesome. Mazel or whatever you would like to say. And uh, yeah, man, don't forget, check us out. What the puck pod one on Twitter. And, and what the puck underscore podcast at Instagram and also WTP game on sports podcast on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. And from what me and Jeff discussed, we're going to put this on our social medias. Look out every Friday. Now we're going to have a new episode coming out every Friday at noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Your boy Don will be putting out a new episode of What the Puck every week. We'll be coming at you, talking some shit, talking hockey, keeping you guys updated on the coming season, January 13th, and all things hockey, British hockey, tea, you name it, British everything, NHL everything. We love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting and listening. You guys have a good night.